What's up everyone, this is Will or Iron Legion and I'm back with another episode of the Inspired Geeks Podcast. And today I'm actually going to be talking about the newest X-Men film, X-Men Dark Phoenix. This is actually the last X-Men film made by 20th Century Fox. We all know they just got bought out by Disney, so the X-Men will be making their way into the MCU um, in the coming years, so that's very exciting news, but everyone wants to know how Fox ended their legendary X-Men franchise uh, that's going on about 19 years um, now, almost 20 years. Uh, that makes me feel old. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is the final film by Fox, and everyone wants to know, did they do justice this time with the Dark Phoenix saga, uh, and did they end the X-Men franchise uh, in a positive way and unfortunately I would have to say that Dark Phoenix is a letdown um, it's not as bad as uh, X-Men 3 The Last Stand and that portrayal of the Dark Phoenix saga um, nor is it the worst X-Men film I think uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine is still the worst X-Men film followed by The Last Stand um, but yeah, this movie let me down big time. Uh, and I say this as a big X-Men fan, like I grew up with the classic nineties X-Men cartoon show that, that introduced me to the characters. Then I started reading the comics. Um, and then I started to get more into the themes that the comics and cartoons talked about, you know, the, the comics were created during the civil rights movement. So Professor X and Magneto were allegories for Dr. King and Malcolm X. So I always thought that was interesting and I just love the overall themes and characters in X-Men. So big fan here. Um, and I love the movies too, the Brian Singer movies, X-Men one and X two, X two United X two is probably still my favorite X-Men movie followed by Logan and then days of future past. All right, I got all that out of the way. Now, back to Dark Phoenix. Now, as you all know, Dark Phoenix is actually a sequel uh, following the cast from um, X-Men First Class. So we got James McAvoy, Sophie Turner, Michael Fassbender, all of them returning this time. And they all do a great job. Oh, Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique. They all come back and do a great job with what they're given here. Um, the story picks up in the early 90s. Uh, the X-Men are now, you know, accepted in society. Uh, they're somewhat of celebrities now. People are looking up to them as like famous people. So there's no uh, hatred or division between them and humanity during this film. It's kind of what uh, Professor X always dreamed of. So the story kicks off when... NASA sends some astronauts to space and they come across a solar flare and need rescuing. So they call the X-Men. They go into space. Uh, Jean Grey, Sophie Turner, she comes in contact with this solar flare, which ends up being the Phoenix Force. And after that, she starts to change and become a darker version of herself and things about her past and what Professor X did to her as a child to 
helper comes to light, causing some division between the X-Men. And that's basically the plot of the movie. I don't want to spoil it, but you'll see if you decide to see the movie. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't want to spoil it and I'm slightly just disappointed with this movie. This was just a letdown. I mean, like I said, the cast all do a great job of what they're given here, but it's just not enough. The plot is very thin. Uh, I mean, yes, they do some justice with the dark Phoenix. There's some cool actions moments. Um, and it's more the origin of the dark Phoenix with Jean Grey's is a little more comic accurate than what was shown in X-Men the last stand. But the, the, the plot here is just missing something. Like it just feels like a mess of a movie. Like you could tell that this movie had production issues. Like, there were massive reshoots toward the end. Like the last act of this movie feels totally different from the first half of this movie. And I was like, what in the world? Um, <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it's cool. It's not boring. Like some of the reviews are really harsh on this movie saying it's boring. It's the worst X-Men movie ever. Um, and I totally disagree. It's not the worst. If I had to rate it right now, I would give it a six out of 10. There's some enjoyment to be found here, but it could be so much better because the cast is all talented. Um, they just have a great material here. The, the Phoenix saga in the comics is really, really great. And it's, it sucks that no film has really captured the, the awesomeness of the comic for whatever reason that may be. Uh, you know, it, there is a, a big death in this movie of one of the major X-Men characters. Um, and it's spoiled in the trailers here. Um, I won't spoil it here in case you may not be aware, but it's sort of a big character. And the audience is supposed to care, but we don't. Like, the death just comes as like, oh, oh, that person's dead. And, you know, how are we going to, you know, how are we supposed to care when they treat the character Delph like, eh, man, she's, well, they're gone. So, you know, let's keep, keep it moving. I almost spoiled it. But, again, it's in the trailer pretty much. So, you know, forgive me if I kind of spoiled it right there. But you get the point. Um, also Jessica Chastain is in this movie and she plays an important role, but she's like, I would say the secondary bad guy in the movie. Um, and the character is actually important to the comics and I can't really talk about it without getting into spoilers. But again, this is another case of the X-Men franchising franchise using a high profile actor who is very talented and given nothing to do with the role. She's just like, Hey, I'm the bad guy here. And she just pops up periodically through the movie, dumps some exposition, uh, and you know, it cuts to the next scene. It's like she might kill someone and then boom. So it's, it's, it's really lame too, because they're way cooler in the comic books than they are in the movie. And they just don't give her a lot to do. Um, 
And that could, same could be said for some of the X-Men characters. Storm is in this movie, and she's just a side character. Nightcrawler, too. He's in it. Uh, Cyclops is given, you know, more to do this time. But still, this is basically just Jean Grey and Professor X movie. Uh, Magneto's also in the movie. He also, Michael Fassbender, who's great as Magneto. I love Magneto. He isn't given a lot to do either. He's treated like a secondary character. And, and you know, it's just like you're wasting all these great characters and actors for a movie that just feels subpar and not as epic as it should be, especially for for it to be the conclusion to the Fox X-Men saga, you know? Um, and then, you know, I wanted to talk about, oh, Nightcrawler. So there's one scene, I'll spoil it a little bit. We all know Nightcrawler is like a Catholic in the comic books and doesn't really kill. Slight spoiler here that bugged me is that he straight up kills people in this movie. It makes sense for the scene and the character at the moment, but he shows no remorse, sort of. And the characters aren't really aren't really human, but still, he's he's killing. And it's like, oh, I didn't know Nightcrawler was just this brutal killer. Like, <laughs> so sorry to spoil that, but that just threw me off too. And then also the timeline of the X-Men movies has always been like a huge pet peeve of me because this movie ignores the end of uh, X-Men Apocalypse when Gene uses the Phoenix Force to kill Apocalypse. Yeah, they totally ignore that here um, in this movie. It's not referenced at all. And then there's just other things that I can't talk about because it's spoilers, but it's like, so what timeline does this movie take place in? Because it's totally different from the comics. It doesn't line up with the original Brian Singer movies at all, X-Men 1 or 2. Um, I know Days of Future Past sort of reset the timeline and some things happened and some things didn't. But this is still, you know, very confusing stuff like, what the heck, uh, Fox, really? Um, I'm really glad that they're just going to reboot this when it goes over to Marvel but and Disney. But grief, you know, it's just like, ah! What are you guys doing with the X-Men timeline in these movies? It's so confusing. It's just so weird. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, the positives here is that the acting is all well done. There's some cool-ish action scenes here. The plot is very weak. Uh, you know. So, I mean, that's fun to be had. But I would definitely recommend seeing this at a matinee or... Wait until it hits Netflix. It's it's really a letdown. The ending is a letdown. Uh, you know, I don't know what Fox was doing with this. They just wanted to get this movie out of here. You could tell this movie had production issues. Because, uh, like I said, it just feels like two different movies mashed together. Some of the cast is... You could tell it's like, okay, I'm just here to collect the paycheck. You know? <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. That's my opinion on it. I didn't want to get too much into spoilers in case some of you do want to see this movie. Uh, but yeah, until next time, if you feel like I deserve a like or subscription, I greatly appreciate it. And as always, if you'd love to be on the show at some point, 
um, you're a filmmaker fan uh, like me, reach out, please. Lots of exciting things to come. Thank you guys so much for the support, and I will see you in the next episode.